Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Happy holidays to everybody. Nita Marks in for Alan Han this week. Riding shotgun. Yeah. With, with Bart Scott. What's up, man? How was your holidays? Uh, Kuda Matados. I'm so happy it's over, so now we don't have to worry about all the pressure of making sure your kids and family are straight. Now we can just have fun. You know what I'm saying? The next holiday coming up is all about partying. It ain't about gifts, about how much you like and all that type of stuff, man. I feel good, man. Listen, I love coming in the day after Christmas. You know, you, we had some tremendous games, and we'll get into all of them. But look at that, man. I feel like this is like... Wakanda forever back here in the stage, you know what I'm saying? We got Steph, we got Jake, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, you the cool-ass mother. Ooh, I almost cut. <laughs> you, 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 the, you the cool. Ooh, if I hit that dunk. Ooh, get that dunk button, man. Listen, I'm, listen I know Ray ain't here, but we ain't, we ain't going to have that kind of shit. Yeah, almost, it almost slipped. I apologize, my people. But you remember, like, Wakanda, they had that cool uh, cop that helped everybody out? That's Anita right here, you know what I'm saying? She holding us down, baby. Wakanda forever. We about to have some fun because everybody here is waking up out of their slumber. You know, like, Christmas is one of those holidays, like, where you just kind of want to get it over. You want it to be fun. You, but the pressure, wrapping gifts. Maybe and, that's your Christmas. Well, trying to that's find. That's not my Christmas, well, for, Bart. Well, for me, trying to find toys for kids. Well, that's See, your all you fault. Do you is have kids. You yeah. had dogs. Yeah, that it's is true. It's real easy. That, that is you true. come home, you bring them a bone. I yeah. mean, they'll love you till like the yeah. day they die. Yeah, having, what are you like? What are you doing? Yeah, having kids are overrated. You know yeah, what I'm exactly. They, they, <laughs> at, at worst, they're like dream killers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> at, at best, they delay you from being able to rock out with your socks out. You know what I'm saying? But it's all good. That's why. That's why. Like I look at all I look at all my friends that had kids in high school that was super early. Yeah, it was tough. You know what I mean? To be 16, 17 having kids. But they winning now. Because they rocking out with their 40s and their kids are grown. They can hang out with their kids a little bit. I waited too late, man. I should have had kids in high school. I, I feel you. But it, my mom would have had to take care of them. But, I feel yeah. you. It, it's interesting because now it's like it's role rever- like so so when my friends were having kids, they were following me on Facebook and emailing me, texting me, man, I wish oh, I had you your doing? life. Mm-hmm. Man, you just, your life, your your job, your life, you travel, you can do all this. It's so cool. It's so great. Now I'm looking at them, yeah. and I've got friends that are going to spas with their daughters. Yep. Right? They're, 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 playing, oh. in, they're playing in pickleball tournaments with their sons. Gotcha. And now, and now, I, and now, and now, I'm the envious one. And now you lonely because now you, you're, now you're I'm fr- like, oh, snap. Are, I want that. I want to yeah. go to a spa with a daughter or or, or play a co-ed pickleball yeah. tournament with my son. Your friend, I love yeah. that. Your friends are hanging out with their kids and they ain't hanging out with you. You like hold up because they still trying to be cool because now <laughs> their kids make them cool because they hang around their friends and all that type of stuff. They're going on vacation and guess what? It is the most beautiful thing in the world. 
when you can hang out and go out with your kid and you raise them right and they pay. Could you imagine that? It's like you invested in them and it's like a, a Roth IRA that, 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 that matured and now your kids got a good enough job, a good enough education, but they're like, don't worry about mom. Don't worry about it, dad. I got you. Yeah, I, I... Just think, when I was 20, I was taking my moms, hey, mom, we going to Jamaica, we going to Hawaii, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? She raised me right, and I paid the price, paid it back. I pretty much, I, I supported my grandfa- my grandparents for the last 10 years of their lives, and now I'm supporting my mom. It's been role reversal. Yeah, yeah so now, now you're the mom. So now you become the parent. Yeah. Right? And and the parent becomes the child. Like, mom, you know that house? No, don't worry about it. It's over with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyway, we're we're hoping that everybody out there had a fantastic Stephanie! Christmas. Hopefully it woo, wasn't woo. hopefully it wasn't as um it's Chantel. Oh Chantel, Chantel. Damn. Chantel. Damn. My bad. You messing up her name already. My bad. Well, you know, I mess everybody's name up, so don't take it personally. So Chantel. Ray, I our, apologize. Our producer Ray is on vacation. So uh Jacob and Chantel are holding down the fort today. Anita Marks in for Alan Hahn, alongside Bart, who's really uh geeked up, ready to go, coming out of the box strong. Yeah. Had a stressful Christmas, but happy that's over with. Yeah. Getting ready for New Year's 2024. I don't even care about New Year's, man. I got a sweet 16 to worry about, man. Oh, that's like pfft. that's a lot of money. Then, then, then oh man. Oh, I'm, I know. I'm yeah, I'm in, I'm in I had I had a sweet 16. Yeah, I'm in I'm in them uppers, uh I'm in them upper uh five digits. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not fun. Like, All right. So yeah, we're we're I'm coming stressed out. That's why I'm here at work, guys. I'm yeah, hoping to get some overtime. You gotta, you gotta Do make- I get overtime? Damn, I'm salary. You got to make that paper. Oh, God. Uh, we're coming off of a win for the Jets, albeit ugly, uh, and a loss for the Giants. But since the Giants played uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. let's, let's or not yesterday, the day before yesterday, uh, let's start, right? No, they played was last it night. They played was last it yes- night. No, it was, see, it was yesterday. See, you too much ain't no. They played yesterday. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny you say that. You know what I, you know what you I did? You too much coquito. You know what I did last night? What's that? I, I haven't had eggnog in, in a while. Yeah, yeah. Last, much, last, night, se- last night, second half of the Ravens 49ers yeah. game. Rum or bourbon? Hennessy. Ah, oh, 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 cognac. <laughs> cognac. I, I poured myself I poured myself some eggnog. Yeah. And, and, I, and I put in like a, a that mean the like mix some was nice too good. Hennessy. That means the I mix was sat, too good. The mix was too good. When I you don't sat taste there it. Sipping. Yeah. It's so funny you say eggnog. I haven't had eggnog in years. Yep. And I treated myself last night to the second half of the Ravens 49ers game. I feel like everybody did Because this, this mama, I won some money last night. You go, Lamar Jackson. Yo, Mama's buying a ton of new shoes to- today since I'm in yep. the city. I told people, listen. That's right. Last week they was like, hey, pick up Lamar Jackson for the MVP before because afterwards it's going to be too late. Yep. And I said I was going to do it and I forgot to do it. I forgot to do it. And listen, I was because on you're first- planning a sweet 16. Yeah, it's I because- was on first take. I was damn near about to fight Shannon. I'm like, Shannon, who are you? Where did you come from? Did Why? you win what's, super- he, what's he saying? Because he was saying that, you know, Brock Purdy oh, and all that stuff. It. And I'm like, bro, Brock Purdy is just don't crash the car. I'm like, Lamar Jackson, the numbers might not show. Are you tell- you're telling Shannon and, and he was, played Shannon for the Ravens. Was- yeah. Shannon was all about Brock Purdy. Yeah, who else was with me too? And listen, I was. They doesn't, were like, he, doesn't he watch football? But but this is the words they were hitting me with. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, San Francisco is. Phys- I say, bro. I say, we, are you serious? I'm like, it's certain teams that physicality will never be a problem. It is in, it is ingrained in the DNA of the Baltimore Ravens. Absolutely. Ain't nobody. They might lose. Ain't nobody punking nobody in the Baltimore Ravens uniform. That's been since 1996. I say, you should know better than that, Shannon. He and, played and, uh, for the organization. And, and, and the dude, worst, the worst take ever guy, Mike Florio. Right. Like, this is the thing, right? 
And we'll get to the Giants, right? Uh, because I feel like it's reversed. I know. We're, we're all over the place, I, I, but it's okay. I, I feel like the Giants <laughs> won, but they lost. I mean, they lost, but they won. And I feel like the Jets won, but they lost. Okay. And we'll get to we'll, the reasons well, yeah, why we, later. We, we need, we, we need a, a, a deeper but, dive into that analysis. But, 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 but the fact that, like, Florio, who's like Dork Squad 2.0, anybody that knows Mike Florio, right. like, knows that he he's a self-proclaimed dork. Right. But he used cuss words. Like I feel like I feel like ever since Don Lemon and everybody on, on on politic TV start cussing, like these people think it's okay to just cuss. But understand, cuss words are adjectives. It adds emphasis to a person, place, or thing, which makes it an action verb. So he threw an action verb. The Ravens don't get their ass kicked. Or he did he say the S word? Which one did he use? I've got what he. But he used like this little dork talking stuff. Ain't never strapped up a day in his life. <laughs> And he like, oh, they're going to get there. I guess because people think that makes them sound cool. And the first thing Lamar Jackson said, like, listen, bro, it's not what you said because we understand that's a nice outfit, but it's how you said it. You said it like as a matter of fact, and you throwing cuss words out like, you know what I'm saying? Like you Cheddar Bob or something in the hood, man. <laughs> you ain't got no misdemeanors, felonies. You know what I'm saying? None of that. No attempted nothing, son. Right. Like you sit up here, you know, riding a coattail like, like that's your squad. Like – same thing happened to me with the can't wait game, but you see how I responded. See, Lamar Jackson was gracious, and it's cool. But where's the Baltimore Raven that's on that ignorant side? Where's that guy at? Like, Mark Mark Ingram, big trust would have went off. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, sizzle would have went off. Like, where they... That's the only thing they missed. Yeah, I don't. They missing that habitual line stepper. Right. That would have went at Mike Florio on his weak ass sweater that he had on when he said it. Talking to Chris Sims. Chris Sims knew what time it was. He like, I ain't gonna listen. I, listen, I got to check in his savings. I ain't trying to go down that road. And like the fact that Florio just sitting up there, like every time the San Francisco 49ers are good and the Ravens are good, the Ravens put that work in. Lamar Jackson, one loss, oddly enough, to the Giants. On like the most crazy circumstances last year, he's twenty one. He's twenty and one against the NFC. But anyway, back to what we were originally talking about because I know. Well, well I do, uh, and and we'll get into this a little bit later on the show. I do want to talk about the MVP race. No, it's over. Uh, no, I, I understand that, but but I I do want I do want to address all the narrative that was out there even before this game was oh, played yeah. and how ridiculous. <laughs> It is that that people actually think that Brock Purdy was deserving of it. If anyone, do you I not know football, McCaffrey? I would have given Trent Williams yes, the do, MVP over or Debo over Purdy. I said on I said on first take that Brock Purdy is the fifth most important person on his team. Yeah, that's behind Trent Williams, Debo Samuel's, McCaffrey, and Nick Bosa. He's five. What are we talking about? I don't know. That blew me away. But, so, but, you know, Lamar Jackson said, listen, and, and I said on first take, I said, listen, Lamar Jackson going to let y'all know, have his MVP. I said, have his Heisman moment against San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Then he's going to go down there and he's going to holler at Tua Tungvaluwa without Jalen Waddle now. And he's going to handle his business. And y'all going to go ahead and hand him that trophy. Here's Lamar Jackson after the game last night. I mean, I really don't care about the favorites. So that's a great team, though. You don't take anything away from them. You know, defense, offense, and special team as well. I, I pretty much like it that way, you know, just being the underdogs. I don't want people looking at us like, oh, we need them to go and do this and that. Playing as the underdog, and I feel like we have more success being that way. 
I wish people would start listening to me more. Because they, 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 you know, you should see my mentions after I do first take. Yeah, like I have no idea what I'm talking about. So I, I know we were, you know, we've known each other for quite a while. Mm-hmm. When Lamar Jackson came out of college, I actually hosted a draft show here on 98.7 uh-huh. ESPN, and I was with Dave Rothenberg. Mm-hmm. We were in the studio. It was late. Giants pass on him. They certainly did. Um, and I and I felt that Lamar Jackson was the best quarterback coming out of that year's draft class. Yeah. And I couldn't believe that nobody was had you. drafted him. And then all of a sudden, you already John know. Ravens trade back into the first round, and I said, oh, oh, please, last draft. please, please. And sure enough, they draft Lamar Jackson. They get that extra year, that sixth year on yeah. that rookie deal as opposed to five. Yeah. And then they bring in and they change the entire – keep in mind, Joe Flacco was still there. Yeah. So they actually had to implement two different offenses, yeah. an offense that Joe Flacco could run, and Joe Flacco at the time was the and Flacco, starter. And Flacco lasted six games. Yep, and an offense that would accentuate what – and then not only that – they they were they were um, drafting so many players from Oklahoma. Yeah. Because the the system that Oklahoma they, they created this hybrid system. Right. Oklahoma with a touch of NFL that they felt would suit what Bob Lamar suits, Jackson yeah. does, and they were drafting and all Greg, these players from Roman. Oklahoma so that there would be a seamless transition. Yeah. What the Ravens did with him was brilliant, right. Bart. Brilliant. But, but then also what they're doing with them, saying, "Hey, we can't. We in today's NFL, the NFL changed too." where you couldn't win that way anymore with just running so they the hired ball. Todd Munkin. You, you had to be perfect. And remember, like, people don't realize, like, just the history about what the Ravens did is when you look at Greg Roman, Greg Roman had been with the Ravens before. And the last time that he was with the Ravens was when Jamal ran for 2,000 yards, right? So, like, he was always an excellent run coordinator. Then he went and he took that thing to Colin Kaepernick. And basically what they did with Lamar Jackson was implement the Colin Kaepernick um, offense that went to the Super Bowl, but with this today's game, you just—it's not sustainable because guys can't stay healthy. They don't have those type of linemen anymore. It's a different type of lineman. Trent Williams is probably one of the original throwbacks. Like he's like the bridge between the new style, athletic pull, get out there, and the old school. He's the bridge. He's the the mark of demarcation. Like before, like the the, the whole thing changed. But you know, Lamar Jackson, you know, put the league on notice and. What I really was impressed with, because I wanted him to do Lamar stuff sooner. Like I'm like, run, man. But he's not doing that, right? He did it at the end of the half. But before that, he was buying time because that creates more stress. And he's mm-hmm. letting, allowing his teammates to do the heavy lifting. Gus Edwards, you know, catching the ball, running, getting to the edge and all that stuff, moving the sticks, which Isaiah is more likely. Da- right, which is more dangerous because he can buy so much time that it puts so much stress. And much like when Ben Roethlisberger used to – by time, by time. They had those scramble drills, and we couldn't keep up with it because if you're at front side and you see your quarterback struggling, you go and you get into his field of vision. But then Antonio Brown and Emmanuel Sanders, when they get to the sideline, they turn up and go vertical. And then what that means is DBs have to grab you because they're chasing you laterally. Then you turn up and just wheel up and just go vertically. That's not really a route. So they, they end up grabbing you. You saw that happen a couple of times with uh, San Francisco defenders they once they pull up. So that's going to be tough to stop. And I said also that Kyle Williams, which a lot of people wanted to talk about his 40 and all what he couldn't do and all that stuff, saying, oh, well, he's a big guy, but he ran a 4-6, or so how does he play? And he struggled. He's like the, the rover guy. He's the guy they add in to the, to, the, to the box, and he's the help guy. He's the blitz guy. But he also can play the too high stuff when you saw him um, you know, pick off Purdy. So they're going to be a tough out. And right now they're looking like the most complete team uh, in football. 
unfortunate that uh, Keaton Mitchell, his um, Anthony Mitchell, my former teammate's son, blew out his MCL. But the other guys are, are stepping up. And um, it's going to be interesting, man. But, you know, their, their team definitely watched, especially watching I mean, Kansas listen, City. Kansas listen, City looked vulnerable. Look bad. Uh, we're, 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 we'll Philly do, looks crazy too, man. We're gonna do Philly a deep, don't look right. We're going to do a deep dive into all this. Um, we'll, we'll take a tour around the AFC and the NFC, look at the playoff standings, where everything looks like uh, right now. And two more weeks still left in the regular season, so important games to be played there as well. Uh, because this is a much more, in my opinion, this is a much more because of the mediocrity this wide year. Wide open. It's it's just it is wide open. Anybody can get upset by anybody. Absolutely, but definitely the Ravens in that performance last night against the 49ers in San Francisco and made a huge statement. That's for sure. Again, Anita Marks in for Alan Hahn. 800-919-3776. We got callers already wanting to chime in, uh, but let's uh, let's let's go where we intended to go at the start yes. of the show and that is talking about the Giants. Now the Giants lost to the Philadelphia Eagles 33 to 25. Not but just that. Tommy DeVito, Tommy <clears throat> Cutlets uh has this magical run, has this magical uh like Lynn Sanity. We said wait. this was the time when Lynn Sanity like we, we we talked about when Lynn Sanity went down to Miami and they shut him down. It was going to be Judgment Day, and I marked on the calendar it was going to be the Philadelphia Eagles, and I hate to be right, but I was right. And um, could could this magical run come yeah, to an end? Yeah, I mean, once Ty for Rogers, Tommy yeah. Cutlets, nine of 16, 55 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. Um, you know, he just he just, as Dable said, he got exposed like a nerve. Here, this is Dable talking about why he made the change at quarterback. Yeah, just try to try to spark the team. Um, you know, I don't really have anything else to add, and it just did it to try to spark the team. Um, so, and let's keep in and mind, he, he did he and he sparked it. Oh yes, he did. Uh, seven to 16, 133 yards, a touchdown, an interception, but also ran the ball twice for 21, and got the, got the Giants extremely close to the point where the Giants very well on that last play, if they would have scored a touchdown and gone yeah. for two, they could have forced this into Passing overtime. Passing in the back of the end zone too. Yes, they, 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 and they the didn't even show the down. replay. Did yeah. you notice that? They didn't even show the replay. Yeah. They just kept on showing all the guys like shaking hands and kissing babies in the middle of the field. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I, I want to see the replay. Yeah. Show the replay. They didn't even the do that last night. You see the receiver getting pushed exactly. out of the back of the end zone. So what happens when you scramble? What people don't realize. When, when people scramble, you can't hold anybody, but you can push them out of bounds. And when they go out of bounds, it makes them ineligible to be the first one to touch the ball coming in. So when you have guys scrambling like you do when you basically have a Hail Mary, if they get close, you push them. And then I don't know if it was a flop. I don't know who that was back there. I don't know if it was Slayton or who it was. But you push them when they get close because what happens is that means that they're ineligible to touch the ball. You don't even have to essentially worry about them anymore. And now you can go double somebody else. And to, to make the interception, I wish they would have been instead of a, a fastball. I wish it would have been something where you can throw it up because you have guys that like Waller who can jump, right? Just simply because he's bigger than everybody. That's a better ball than trying to stick it in there. But listen, the Giants made it interesting, but I would argue that they won by losing uh, because when you look at the race and you look at what the what the the Patriots did by winning, they drop off or maybe getting Caleb Williams or Drake May. To dropping out and, and maybe getting uh, the kid from LSU that won the won the um, won the uh, Heisman. So it's it's one of those things where as fans, Jaden Daniels, yeah, Jaden Daniels, one of those things that as fans, you you don't want to root against your team, 
but you're not upset if they lose. Because they showed everything. They showed promise. They showed fight against one of the best teams. The thing is, none of this stuff carries over to next year. So you say, oh, went in and finished strong. But 35% of his roster is going to be gone. Well, okay, so there's there's a lot to unpack here. And I'm just going to throw this out. Marinate in it. We'll open up the phone lines as well. 800-919-3776. So a few things. Number one, uh, did the Giants win by losing? Uh, you know, it, it helps them now in regard to the grand scheme of things, in regard to the draft. If the draft ended today, Bears would be one via the trade with Carolina. Arizona, Washington, the Patriots at four, the Giants at five, the Chargers at six, Tennessee at seven. Uh, Chicago at eight, so they'd still have two in the top eight. And then, of course, the Jets sitting there at nine. So there's that. There's also this talk, and I hear it quite frequently with coaches and general managers, and that is, you know, um, risking tanking, quote-unquote, wink-wink, right, mm-hmm. and not winning ball games with your organizational culture and 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 uh, instilling a losing mentality inside a locker room. Don't answer that yet. I just when we get back, I'm, I'm curious to get your. I'm, I'm I'm interested to get your take on that because I, you know I, I think it I think it is interesting. Like how do you do? How do you walk into a locker room and say, all right, guys, you know we're not necessarily not that you would not that a coach would ever say this or a general manager would say this, but putting our best foot forward because hey, we really want a top five or a top three draft pick next year. H- how does how does a player in a locker room um, digest that? Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. So we'll dive into that. Oh, I also, used to play. I think I have a real opinion. I'm sure you do. Also, <laughs> we'll talk about Tommy DeVito again. Uh, has this magical ride come to an end? Will Tyrod Taylor be the starting quarterback for the next two weeks? Brian Dable not ready to announce that yet. Let's dive into all of that next, right here on ninety eight point seven ESPN. Bet MGM. Yeah, I'm sorry, Chantel. BetMGM, the official king of sportsbooks, partner with the New York Jets and your number one app for the football season. Get ready to kick off by locking in your same-day parlay with your favorite Jet player props. Checking out the exclusive signature bets for the game. BetMGM has all the action you need every Sunday and every other day of the week, no matter what your favorite sport is. With the app Upgrades, that make betting faster and easier than ever. The loyalty, best loyalty program in sports betting and special offers for Jet fans all season long. It's no wonder why the bet MGM is the king of sports books. If you love pro football, you're going to love wagering at BetMGM. Download the app at BetMGM today and make this your best season yet. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older to wager and physically present in NY only. I guess that means New York. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, help us available. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. No read. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the 
clarity, the calm. Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Tyrod Taylor is Brian Dable's guy. And and now because there's so many question marks about Daniel Jones, the health of Daniel Jones, because of the contract, the Giants are committed to him. At least for another year. For at least another year. Uh, the the hit that they would take financially is just uh, would just be it ridiculous. Won't happen, yeah. It won't happen. Um, but you know, so so who's the number two, and and how does this all play out? On top of that. You know, I feel that the Giants need to go out and draft a quarterback. And if if they end they up high enough, yeah, you know, if they end up, better, if they end up winning and losing another game or losing the next two, man, they could be drafting top three. And I, yeah. and four, you know how, four better. Is, you know how be, I I love Drake May, yeah. but you, I, but we know I, too. I, I would be doing if I'm if I'm anywhere if I'm one two or three. It could be Caleb doing, Williams. I, I don't want him. If it's one, two, if it's one, two, and three. So if it's Caleb I'm Williams, doing, you're not doing it. I'm doing everything I can to get tricked, man. Because remember, you know, Caleb Williams was saying that maybe he wouldn't want to go to a team that's, you know, dysfunctional. Oh, he, he's pretty much said, if the Bears draft me, I'm I'm going to stay at USC for another year. But unless once you, the but once Bears you declare, draft him and then trade him. So that means because we know it too, uh, Marvin Harris Jr. is a lock to go be the you know Hollywood Brown is out of there. And well, maybe they keep Hollywood because they gave a first round draft pick for him. But Holly, it could be Hollywood and Marvin Harris, Marvin Harris Jr., Harrison Jr. So you know, if you're sitting at three and you're the Giants, it's either you gonna get one. If you're at three, you getting one of those quarterbacks. You're either getting Caleb Williams or you're either getting Drake May. So perfect situation. Drake May gets to come and be a bridge quarterback, like Daniel Jones almost becomes a bridge quarterback, much like. Drew Brees was a bridge quarterback to Phillip Rivers. So it's the perfect situation because you don't have to thrust him. You can continue to get your roster right, continue to get your salary cap right. You know, and if I'm the Giants, the first thing I'm addressing is number one receiver. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if the Giants are able to get Drake May and you're like, well, he, he can't help us next year? That's perfect because maybe you'll have a high draft pick the following year. But also, now you go out and you you can say I'm I'm gonna reset the market. Remember the last time they were in in the market for a top receiver? It was the worst market for top receivers. And they ended up with Kenny Galladay, and how bad that Ugh, was. That was the worst. Right, but just imagine what it is this year. Who's the Kenny Galladay? T Higgins. Could you imagine having Daniel Jones with T Higgins for a year, having Drake May sit and wait? knowing that you're going to get tremendous salary cap relief the next year to go out and get high-priced free agents and responsibly, but you'll be able to, to dump uh, uh, Daniel Jones' uh, contract, have Drake May step in to start, have a number one receiver like T. Higgins, who, oh, by the way, is accustomed to breaking in a new quarterback like he did for Joe Burrow, and then still maybe have Darren Waller if, if that's the case, I'm I'm holding on to Saquon. I have to hold on to Saquon because I would love to hand off to a young quarterback 
not in 2024, but in 2025, T. Higgins, hopefully Evan Neal is able to develop, and also Saquon Barkley. You know, here, here's the debate, and, and as you know, um, Mike Tannenbaum hosts New York Game Day with me and Amani yep. Toomer each and every Sunday, and, and, and yesterday— I've heard of it. And Thank you. Um, and yesterday I asked him, you know, we were talking about general managers typically say where you spend your money, defensive end, left tackle on the offensive line, yes. quarterback, and a shutdown corner. That's typically— But they got the shutdown corner. That, that's typically where you spend your money. Yep. But Mike said, I'm paying Saquon. And he, and not just because of what Saquon, you know, all the intangibles yeah. that Saquon br- brings, but also um, he mentioned not wanting to lose Shane and Dable, not lo- losing the locker room because, you no, know, that's, yeah. I mean, that's I neither here nor there with you. I mean, either you make the decision or you don't make the decision. But at the same— But if you're in that Giants locker but, room and they don't, and they don't pay Saquon— how, as as a player in that locker room, I mean, it depends on how long you've been there because you've seen Saquon be injured twice. Everybody understands what the running back position is all about. Like who are, who are outside of McCaffrey? Who are the who are the high paid running backs that we're talking about? Well, I mean, DeAndre, that, was, DeAndre, that was that was it's been one of the big storylines this year. Right. Is you don't pay running backs, look, right? Look at Gibbs. Look at Gibbs for the. So look it's at not Gibbs what I would line. do. Look at Gibbs. So if you're if you're paying Saquon, it has nothing to do with his ability to run the football. What it is is like, okay, I got some extra money. It's like you got some extra money, and you were like, all right, well, I'll just spend it here because I, I just, you know, I want to spend some money, and I I, I have it, and it's not going to hurt me because, listen, guess what? You can you can afford Saquon Barkley and give him the deal he wants if you have the plan that you're going to move on from Daniel Jones the following year because now you end up like the San Francisco 49ers. Not like the San Francisco 49ers. You end up like uh, like these teams with guys on rookie contracts. It allows you now to be able to spend for four to five years because you, now you have a young quarterback, so now you have $40 million off your salary cap. So now you can afford to say, here, Saquon, I got to spend it anyway. Here you go. And then I'm spending the rest on that on T. Higgins. And maybe if I'm the Giants, I've been talking about Austin Peay for the Jets. Could you imagine bringing in Austin Peay? And then either making the decision to put him at right tackle, who's a three-time pro bowler, or decide to say, you know what, Evan Neal, go play guard, right? A lot of times we see tackles that fail and we let them go play guard. Or you say, well, Pete, you go play guard next to Evan Neal. That way you can help him and protect him. And if he continues to not play well, then you can just move out and be our right guard. And if I'm the Giants as well, I'm bringing in Lionel Collins. They worked him out. His knee will be good next year. So I'm, I'm saying if I can get Austin Pete. I can get a guy like uh, Lionel Collins and that knee's healthy. I got him next to an all-pro on that side. And then I got Evan Neal next to an all-pro, Pro Bowl uh, right guard. So now I'm, I'm solidified, right? Because I got I, – everybody got a thinking buddy. You know what I mean? And you, we love – we love – we love we love the, the center that they drafted last year from Minnesota. So then that can be the offensive line. So now when you go get Drake May and he sits for a year – that's what you're giving them. You're giving him a top-notch offensive line that have had ye- a year to kind of work it, work themselves out. You give him a number one receiver out there, right, and, and T. Higgins, and you give them Saquon Barkley. The defense is going to take care of itself. They already got a lockdown corner. I think they let Adoree Jackson go, and then they still have the, then they still have their second round draft pick that's going to be pretty high. So, go, so just going back to your comments, the Giants lo- lost, but it feels like they won, and, and pretty much you're saying they won because the Patriots they might lo- be the dumbest. 
that's the dumbest but, win for the but, Patriots but at Bart, all time. But what you what do you, you you can't and and don't get me wrong, I know there's teams out there that tank. I, I'm not stupid. I've been covering this league for a long time. I know there's teams out there and there's owners. It's the right way to tank. Yes, you just don't put your best players out there. Yeah, you play the you young cl- guys. You, cl- you, you let the you, young guys get you experience claim they're injured. Here. You claim your best guys are injured. You play the young guys. I mean, what are you playing for at this point? Yeah. You should be evaluating all the young players. Right? Brees Hall is a young player, so I'm cool with that. Izzy Abataconda played. Did anybody see Dalvin Cook anywhere around? Nope. Oh, okay. Why is that? Because we need to get these young players experience. So let's put them in meaningful games. Preseason don't get you ready. Like real live game, real life situations going against other teams' best players get you ready. So, so with that being said, and and again, Dable did not come out and he should have kept he should have kept that Tommy DeVito win because we knew just, what was going to happen. I was just going to say, so the next two games for the Giants, who do you anticipate being the, the quarterback? Well, Ryan Dable already knows what time it is with Tyrod well, Taylor. They're already sitting four. They lose the next two weeks. They well, potentially could be at three, and a quarterback could be in play. Well, they play in Philly, so you, that that one's they're easy. playing the Rams. Well, those are two L's anyway. Because yeah. nobody's playing better than Rams. So even with even even with Tyrod, well, put your guy out there, man. Put your guy out there, dog. Because you go, you gonna probably lose that one anyway. We've got a ton of calls. 800-919-3776. Let's get to you. Let's go to Simon in Queens. He wants to talk about the NFL draft. I think Simon's a first timer, man. Simon, are you yeah. a first timer? We popping your cherry thing? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Probably a second timer. <laughs> oh, okay. Came back for more. What's up? Okay. Hi. Um. I yeah. I just want to say. Um. This. Uh, just talk about tanking, and I got it. I think I got a solution to eliminate all of this. We'll just put the bottom six teams in a lottery, because anybody above that is probably playing for a postseason spot. What do you think about that? No, Tommy, they've already cured it, right? A lot of teams aren't going to tank. Like you're not going to see Philadelphia play all their backups because they already got their position locked. Because guess what? It's a divisional game, which is important. So the NFL got it right a couple of years ago when they made these. because They changed no ma- the schedule where you play your division yeah. opponents towards the end of the season. Yeah, towards yes. the end of the season. So they, 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 they've already fixed smart. it. They've already fixed it because look how many games Miami-Buffalo, right? That's for the division, right? You talk about you know uh, the last game, the Giants versus uh, Philadelphia. That's Philly's going to probably need that to solidify the, 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 the number one seed or, or the division. So they've already fixed that part. You can't stop all tanking, and not all tanking are bad. You call it tanking, I call and evaluate my young players because I know a lot of these veterans with these high cap numbers won't be here next year. So why get them hurt, and then you got to pay them, and you can't cut them because you can't cut an injured player without an injury settlement. It's a lot of business involved in this, son. So just (laughs) listen to your boy. I kind of know what I'm talking about. Let's go to Mickey calling in from New Jersey. Mickey, welcome in. Plus that three times hot. What's up, Mickey? No, I was just talking about our Ravens, Bart. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. so excited. I mean, because I got a lot of family that's 49er fans. Why? And all they did was Why? talk trash. But the funny thing was nobody mentioned the fact that Lamar was 19-1 and about the from the NFC. I, I mean, like, that didn't even come into play. Like, there's something about the NFC. Yes. That he, he got their he got their numbers. The NFC is not really used to dealing with that physicality smoke from the AFC. Nope. It is a different especially, brand. Especially of football. the AFC. Yeah, it, the AFC is a different brand mm-hmm. throwback football. And like like I believe it was Patrick Queen or it was either Raekwon Smith, one of them. They was like, we play a brand of football that nobody wants to play. And that's called what did the five fingers say to the face? Smack. Cold blooded. <laughs> 
You know, there there's a stat out there, Bart, that teams that the following week after they play the Ravens. Call it the bird flu. We've been keeping that stat for years. We call it the bird flu. Lose. Yeah. <laughs> because they're so beat up. We beat the brakes off of you. We call it, and listen, we call it the bird, we used to call it the bird flu when I was there. And we used to call it jet lag when I was here with the Jets. Because it was the same brand of football. That's why I took that's why I took the Patriots a couple of tries to get used to that 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 type of style. Um because we we knew that if somebody was questionable, doubtful. He ain't playing. Because you come in here with, with some stuff on their injury report. Oh, we're going to make sure that we're going to make sure it's not healthy. 800-919-3776. Uh, let's go to Bobby in Belmore. Bobby, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, before I get to the chest, I guess uh, DeVito's not going to need a marketing rep anymore. That's number one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> la- last week the controversy was uh, him not showing up. And yeah, he said he's going to get a market rep. La- la- last week, the controversy ball. was... Um, no, the controversy was his fee. Yeah, he his wanted to fee. show up his fee, yeah. And he wasn't going to show up. His fee went from 10000 to 20000 And then we we actually have Tommy DeVito today. Um, Jake, you got that for us? This is his response to anybody who wants to have him here for a um, for a um, appearance fee. Well ask, well, ask him for me. Ask him if he needs a marketing rep anymore. All right, let me get to the Jets. Stop with that. Now, you know, another nonsense. Yeah, you know, Salah talks about winning a championship next year. Why, why, why don't you? Why don't you have a winning record as a coach? Hello? Yeah, no, no, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Why don't you have a winning record as a coach first, and then you could talk about winning a Super Bowl. That's number one. And and speaking, and the reason why you didn't get fired after the Miami game because of Emperor Rogers. And speaking of Emperor Rogers, I don't know if you heard the Pat Maxey show. This guy, I guess, guess he's still on drugs, Rogers, because he actually said that he's a pretty good recruiter. From my last recollection, all the guys that he got from Green Bay sucked, okay? And speaking of one of the guys that sucked, his backup quarterback that he wanted Bobby, as a backup, so, so no one else would want it. Bobby, Bobby. He's the reason why they have this record, because he didn't want to get a backup quarterback. Bobby. He wanted his buddy in the, as a backup. Bobby, he didn't, he didn't get a chance to do any recruiting. Like, he just brought in his guys, and he paid for those guys. He gave back $30 million. You can't say anything about what Aaron Rodgers has done. Aaron Rodgers... The question was, will he, will he show up in in the preseason? I mean, will he show up in the OTAs and offseason? He showed up. He's answered every question. Now, you might not like the fact that he's talking and you feel like he has control of the organization, but didn't Tom Brady have control of the organization? Didn't um, Peyton Manning have control of the organization? Like, Aaron Rodgers is doing nothing that people with his resume has not done. But he did do something that Peyton Manning, Tom Brady did this, but Tom, but Peyton Manning didn't. He gave back $30 million. How many people are going to give back $30 million? So when you talk about $3 million for Cobb, he paid for that. How many guys pay for how they friends on? I get to watch the Milwaukee Bucks often. They played the Knicks yesterday, and we'll get to that. The Nassis is horrible. He shouldn't even be in the G League. Why do you think he's on the roster? Because his brother. So certain guys are good enough that they get to bring a couple buddies. Like, I don't know if um, Tim Boyle knows how to how to roll a perfect blunt. I don't know. Maybe that's what he is. There's a lot of guys on basketball that I know that was just simply on there because they knew how to blow, roll the weed the right way, and that's the way that the star player liked his weed roll. You know what I mean? So what I'm saying is you can't really criticize Aaron Rodgers. He's done everything right. He attempted to come back if the Jets could have been able to win and do some, something. Joe Flacco called. They could have had Joe Flacco. He asked if did they want his services. And they were hell-bent on trying to save Zach Wilson. Well, yeah. well, that story's over because if Aaron Rodgers says he wants to play two more years, then 
Aaron, then, then that means Zach Wilson will never get a chance to play because his contract's up in two years, whether they pick up his fifth-year option or not. So we know that we're going to have a high-end backup, and that's the really the, the big the big goal uh, is how much are these backups? How much I said before in the pregame show, I said Jacoby Brissett is the backup quarterback that I would pick, and, and sure all, enough, he, all, he came all, all he did came in and almost beat the Jets. So yep. they got firsthand knowledge that hey man, maybe we need to uh, sign Jacoby Brissett in case Aaron Rodgers can't come. But Aaron Rodgers will get a chance to recruit. Now that everybody knows he's on the roster, last year he couldn't recruit because when free agency was happening, he didn't get signed to well – the deal didn't get completed to damn near well after the yeah, draft. Yeah, but that was his fault. He locked himself in some deep, dark room no, no, and said no, he no, had to meditate no, 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 on no, it. No, 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 no. Remember the fight was first-round pick or second-round pick, and then they settled on – how many snaps he plays. Remember, it's supposed to be a first round. That was the big hiccup about compensation for Aaron Rodgers. It wasn't Aaron Rodgers and his decision. It was the compensation, and Green Bay was digging their heels in. Yeah, just but compensation, if, 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 I'm, if I'm trying to trade for a player that doesn't even know if he wants to play that season, let alone is not giving me a commitment to stay for at least two years, then that's, gonna, that's first, going to right. affect my compensation, right. what I'm offering. But, but Aaron Rodgers couldn't do that. Like, he couldn't commit. Like, a lot of players are year-to-year. Like, I bet you LeBrick Brick is year-to-year. We need we need to take a break. We come I need back. to tile off. Robert, <laughs> Robert Sala had some interesting things to say. Woody Johnson is supporting the general manager and the head coach and the offensive coordinator heading into next year. We'll take your calls, your calls in dive into that as well top of the hour one o'clock we'll switch gears we'll talk some nicks ian begley from sny what yeah you gonna bless us yeah oh man so uh we still we still have uh, another 15 minutes talking all things nfl we'll be right back anita markson for alan hunt it's the uh, barton hunt show right here on 98.7 espn thanks for listening to the barton hunt show podcast listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 espn first the bad news SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, this Jets report brought to you by Corona and Sansone Auto Mall. Ten top brands, over 2,000 vehicles, one place, Sansone Auto Mall in Woodbridge. Again, Woody Johnson coming out, supporting both Joe D and Robert as, Sala, as, as well as Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, you're, you're not going to make a change now. As he should. Right. You, you haven't even seen the experiment take place because Aaron Rodgers got hurt. So why would you, if you believed in it before, why would you get rid of it if Aaron Rodgers is telling you that this is what he's need? And the last time we seen Aaron Rodgers underneath these circumstances with this coordinator and with uh, with this coordinator, he won two back-to-back MVPs. So especially looking in the AFC, what scares you to think the Jets can't realistically be right in the middle if you make some minor tweaks? 
<clears throat> Can we go back to the phone lines? Because I, I, I think I won't smoke. I, I, I choose violence with Mike. Mike in Short Hill, welcome in. What's up, Bart? How you doing? Good, and yourself? Wonderful. Bart, I, I don't disagree with you that if you believed in the experiment in the first place, then you should run it back. My question is, is this the right experiment to be trying again? It's un- undoubtedly the team's key flaws here are their offensive line, quarterback play due to Aaron Rodgers getting hurt, lack of receivers, lack of weapons, and Nat Hackett. The decision to bring in Aaron Rodgers resulted in, in them not getting Broderick Jones. They trade down in the draft. The Steelers move up. They lose out. Hey, Mike, tell me, tell me. Rodgers the, says my Mike, tell me, tell me the offensive lineman outside of Tristan Wirth in the last four years that have came in and dominated his first his and outside like Creed Humphreys and maybe Linderbaum. Name me the tackle that have come in and dominated. Does it look like uh, Brock yeah. Jones is balling out, you know, and for the Steelers? Yeah, he is. The, the, the word coming out from the Steelers' camp is that they think this guy's a ten-year offensive lineman, and the word in the draft was that the Jets were going to take him. Yeah, they were. They had to move back three picks. No, they they could listen. The Jets, if they wanted to, could have been aggressive and moved up, right? They could they they could have did that. But they took their pick and they stuck to their board. You know what they did? We talk about offensive tackle. And we talk about pass rushers are the premium positions. Now, if you like what Jermaine Johnson has done this year in his transition from year one to year two, well, what the Jets were doing was trying to get the best player on their board, knowing that Carl Lawson is going to be gone. That's going to be $15 million off your, off your books next year because now you have a cheap replacement for him. So now you have two dynamic 6'4 to 6'5 pass rushers that have speed. And now Mike McDonald has to do the same thing that Jermaine Johnson did and add 10 to 15 pounds, and then that's going to be the replacement there. Now, listen, they would have loved to get um, um, Jones, but you stick to your board when he was gone and another team moved up to get you. That's just what happens in the draft at times. Undoubtedly. But the thing is, like they, they had no idea that Corey Davis was going to, to, to retire. Like Corey Davis was the guy that you thought was going to be that number two because he, he was the number two last year. And Lazar was supposed to come in and be what he's always been in the league, and that's the number three. But now your number three had to become a number two, so now he wasn't good enough. And then you thought McCall Harmon had something left. As you can see, we talk all this stuff about, well, uh, McCall Harmon, they didn't use him right. Well, he went back to Kansas City. He doesn't even play there, and they know him better than anybody. They made him. So sometimes guys just stuff happen, and they can't play anymore, and we can't explain it. So – the, play, the the program still should go, in my opinion, because you never got to see the experiment. You never even you never even did the experiment. You had all the pieces of it. You had to experiment. You know something. You had a bad battery, and then now you got to go get a new battery. And the battery, if you use this metaphor, is Aaron Rodgers' Achilles. I I, I think the most important thing, though, moving forward, is you got to improve this offensive line, especially with Aaron Rodgers coming back after yes. that that Achilles. And um and and you've got to have a better backup in that in that quarterback room just in case something happens. Exactly. To me, that's 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 most important one A and one B. Yeah, line. I would say line, line and backup quarterback and and, and receiver because you can't have Garrett Wilson getting killed because you have nobody that people don't respect you. That's why they put all these guys in the, in the box. So which yeah, but I, I think I I believe that the quarter I believe that the wide receiver play will elevate with. No, listen. They have a court. They have a receiver that can't catch. Like he leads the league down there and drops. We talk about he, the Kansas City drops. 
Alan Lazard. Is- so, so, so why would why would Aaron want him here then? Why because would- because he was supposed to be a stalk blocker. He was supposed to be out there securing the perimeter. So they I had- just I, I believe that he's more of a possession wide receiver that's you that's that's has and a, a lot of, that right. has a lot of value in the red zone. And and I think and I think that there's chemistry there that has had been developed between him and Aaron Rodgers. Right. Aaron Rodgers I don't think throws it so hard that it sticks to his hands and he can't drop it. I don't think <laughs> I don't think he's being utilized um the way that he would have if Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, as a third been, guy. As yeah. he, as as Nelson Aguilar. He's a guy that you forget about and he's he's on your fourth best uh corner and you're like, Oh damn. Alan Lazar is out there on a the bum. Okay. Well, he can be the bum. <laughs> Uh, when we come back, we're going to kick off hour number two. It is the Bart and Han show. Nita Marks in for Alan Han. Uh, this Jets report brought to you by Corona. Corona, an official cerveza of the New York Jets. Also brought to you by Sansone Auto Mall. Are you in the market for a new vehicle? Call Sansone Auto Mall at 800 Sansone. Mention Bart, Scott, and benefit from the exclusive employee Get that cash, baby. pricing. Look at you. Uh, you pay what Bart pays. How great is that? Uh, we come back. We're going to switch gears for just a second. got to talk about the Knicks. They finally beat the Bucks yesterday on Christmas. Hoo-ha. So we'll talk to Ian Begley from SNY, and then we will also continue with your calls this hour as well. So Nikki, Cameron, Alvin, Edwin, Dave, hang tight. Happy holidays, everybody. Hour number two next here on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Listen, I can't wait to come back talk about the Knicks. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Listen, I think the Knicks definitely, definitely need to go out there and improve that roster. I wonder what Begley thinks because I believe that they still need a big star. The question is, what are you willing to give up this year or do you get it next year? Are, are you surprised how how much of a hit this team hook, especially this team took, especially on the defensive side of the court without Mitch Robinson? Yeah, I mean, listen, he was playing at a – Defensive player of the year type of of pace. And you talk about his ability to have offensive rebounding and getting extra possessions. As DiVincenzo is starting to come to life and be that guy that they thought that he can be, a high a high percentage three-point shooter. So I still think that the question is, where do you think this team's going to go even if they had Mitchell Robinson, right? They, they This team has limitations. So I don't know, like, do you – Worry about this year or do you worry about next year? Because Zion, because Zion possibly being um, being available is, is perfect, um, not for this year, but maybe for next year. No, I think this is a Knicks team, even without Mitch Robinson, that he can make a run, poss- possibly finish fourth or fifth seed in the postseason and and make a run. I think and I think and I think you need to do that. Because this is a team whose reputation is on the rise. We're going to hear from Ian Begley next. Again, hang tight. Hour 2, 98.7 ESPN.